to me again, let me see. Welcome back to the Sexiest Truth Podcast. Um, I'm Alexis. Yes, I'm Brittany. And we have a guest, Lady Rouge. Hi, Lady Rouge. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. G is in LA today, so he's with us in spirit, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) However, how was your week? (laughs) It was (laughs) slow. It was very slow. Boring a little bit, yeah. Nothing much happened this week. Nothing sexy? Nothing sexy, unfortunately, no. Nope. I live for sexy. How was your week, Lady Room? Insane. We're picking up. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the uh, the kinkisters have been waiting for three months. They've been oh, yeah? locked down. Oh, They're yeah. dying. Dying to get out. Dying. So we are getting crazy. Yes. So, what's it like? How many calls are you getting? Um, if people follow my protocol, we normally communicate via my web. Okay. And I'm getting a minimum of five requests a day. A oh, day. Man. Now, can you fulfill all of them in a day? I don't. No, okay. I have to turn away some crazy people. Oh, some yeah. Some reckless bastards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what sparked your interest in becoming a dominatrix? I would say it's a long process. I've always had a fantasy. Okay. This is my fantasy now. <laughs> okay. It's being a mistress. Okay. And at this point in my life, my mission is to educate the misconstrued. Okay. 
this part of the sex work has always been mistaken, has always been thought to be very, you know, surfacey, but actually has a lot of uh, psychology underneath. Mm -hmm. We, um, I see myself as an amateur therapist. I have to say amateur. Well, my boots gonna go. You're not a therapist. <laughs> um, I, I listen to people. I make friends out of clients, clients out friends. You know? Really? So yeah, it's a. It's actually a, a, a healing process for a lot. That's Ooh. interesting. But That's also sexy. Definitely. Yeah, too much heart. <laughs> <laughs> now, clients. Do you take married clients? A lot of married clients come to me. And okay. that's a very normal, it's a, it's a phenomenon where you encounter in sex industry, mm -hmm. um, especially in the kinky industry, where they can't satisfy, they can't not get satisfied because it's so misconstrued. Now, if you tell your girlfriend, you tell your wife, you tell your neighbors, they're going to think you're a pervert. Right. You know, so what do you do? You hide it in the closet mm -hmm. until you can't hide anymore and you want to take a chance on something. And if they find me, they're lucky. They find some other good mistresses, they're lucky. But often people get scammed because of this reason. Okay. Now, if someone is looking for a dominatrix, how would they go about finding you? Google it. Really? <laughs> Google dominatrix Philadelphia. I should come up. Really? Yeah. Okay. Are you at the top of the list? Uh, well, um, I think top of the list used to be Destiny's Chamber. It is a place okay. that I was mentored and I have a lot of um, feelings about. And it is, for the moment being down, we don't know if it's gonna come back. It may or may not, we don't know. Okay. But um, I should be the second or third. I need to do some SEO work, for sure. <laughs> I should be the first. So, what advice would you give to people who are looking to dive into the industry? As a pro or a style, a lifestyle? A lifestyle. Um, in fact, I have a, a Wubi client, um, a lady client who has applied to ask these questions. And okay. I would always say, great, um, pay for my time. I will give you an hour of my time. Pay for it, since this industry is about having people respect your time. Right. And she did, and what normally happens is, of any client, I would meet up with them after they're screened, and I answer all the questions, including, why do you, you know, I would first ask a question, the same question you asked me. Okay. Why would you want to become a dominatrix? Okay, and either. what kind of responses do you get? And they just say, well, I don't know, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I think it's a, it's a cool thing. You get to wear these shiny or leathery stuff. You get to whip people. You get to feel dominant. And I would say, yes, yes, it's true. But it also, you, you know, with great power, mm -hmm. you must protect your responsibility. Right. You have to care about the person. You have to trust the person. You have to be trusted. And that's a process that has to be earned on both sides. You can't just whip your way into people's world, that right. doesn't work that way. Definitely. They trust you enough, they say, okay, I could be whipped by you because I know you're not gonna hurt me. Right, okay, so now hurt them. But when you get whipped, you want to be hurt, correct? That, there are different types of kinksters, some okay. what we call the pain sluts. Okay. I don't get it, but <laughs> the more pain, the more stimulation there is, the really? more turn on they are. I think it's just how we're built. Our, our experiences from, you know, anything can be of uh, effect, childhood experiences, any traumatic experience. Right. And um, if that's their thing, that's their thing. Definitely. So what weapon do you use when people want to feel a lot of pain? Oh, weapon. <laughs> um, well, my favorite is always those rotten sticks bamboo okay. sticks those are skinny they're portable you can take them with you okay you know anybody at PSA puts you over they, they're not gonna put you on and say what's this but right. if you're gonna bring a full body long single tail you probably get put out because uh, what's okay. this this is a weapon right my favorite are always small scale stuff um, things that can cause most pain aren't necessarily the largest okay Plastics are terrible. Those are terrible. Okay. Plastics are terrible. Um, brushes. 
hairbrush. Oh, okay. Or rolling pin. Mm. Um, sponges. Sponges. That goes to the uh, the ticklish. That okay. Because you know okay. when you go to a petty place, uh -huh. they oh put the sponge God. on the bottom. Right. You know how that kills you? Right. Oh my goodness. Watch and learn. Interesting. <laughs> 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 Did you use a sponge before? Yeah, those those um, weapons. I would say. Okay, I do we enjoy whipping with a very long tail? And Mistress just a little bit can attest that she is a pro when it comes to cracking it. Oh, oh really? Ooh, they I, do, yeah, I want to crack it. Love it. She has it on the fire and she cracks it. Oh. I'm gonna I'm whipping myself if I do that, so I'm very careful with that. Dang. Oh my god. So you could catch yourself bring that joint big like she put it on fire and she does that. I don't know how she does it. Wait, oh she my puts it She puts fire on it and she does that. That is so awesome. You invite her next time you ever show you that. She's not probably not here. My god, outside. Burning the ceiling. <laughs> okay, now do you see both uh female and male? I do. do. Again, I need more female, please. Okay. okay. Do you prefer female? I, I I don't prefer any any sex over any, but I need more female clients because it's imbalance. Majority okay. of my clients are male clients. Of course. And I offer discounts to females. But I find that females don't like to be submissive as much as men do. Do you think that's true? I think there's a gender thing because if they have to be submissive, they naturally feel like, okay, I need to be submissive to a male mm -hmm. unless I'm a lesbian or I'm bi and I find someone attractive. At the end of the day, it's about attraction. Okay. If I intellectually with someone, I want to submit to that person. That's an abstract concept. Right. right? Does, that, does that mean I want to be getting on the floor and have you step on me? I don't know. But <laughs> I, want to, I want to be in your presence. I want to listen to you. I want to feel you. I like that. Now, when you're with your clients, do they want to talk a lot or do they want to get right to it? Both. Okay. Both. Some clients come in and they're like, here's my money worth. I want to get this whole hour or two hours into it. Some clients are like, I want to ease into it. I want to have a glass of martini. Okay. I have a bar at my studio where I can entertain different scenarios, especially okay. when you're nervous. Right. A nice glass can calm you down. Now, do you ever get nervous with any of your submissives? at the very beginning was when I really wasn't sure if I can handle myself. Okay. A lot of them, especially the seasoned ones, you know, it's like in any industry, right? You, you, you come to, you come across someone who's been as longer than you, even right. as a submissive, this person has more experience and you come to, I have one client, okay, I'm gonna, Glenda, this is for you. I'm gonna get whipped <laughs> when I see you again. Oh, this person there to give me a critique in the beginning of a following session, really? about the previous session. Stop. The nerve. But it was, was it constructive? <laughs> was it constructive? Did you extra? Like, I totally did. Like, oh, With I, the I, blessing of everybody around me, because they all heard it, and they go, you need to. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> <laughs> Do not let that girl slide. So have you fulfilled any fantasies in being a dominatrix? My own fantasies, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, being a kinky mentor, um, mm -hmm. I think the most rewarding thing is sometimes I come across um, very young kids, okay. legal but young, 22, 23. They're really? clueless. You know, they they, they want to come into this world. They want to find someone, but they don't know. If you just go on the internet, you search for dominatrix. You're going to find a vast okay. handful of information, and so many of a lot of things are just too good to be true. So mm. they come to me and I say, chill it. Right. Calm down, <laughs> calm down. Listen, your safety is always foremost the most important thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I want you to come into my place and have a loved one to go back to in one piece. Right. I want you to feel healed. I don't want you to go leaving my place feeling like I'm never going to come back to it. Right. So that's the most rewarding. That's, that's my fantasy is to start somebody on the right foot. That's awesome. Kinky foot. The kinky <laughs> foot. It, believe it or not, we're all kinky. 
All of us. I believe it. I don't believe for a second. Somebody says, oh, I don't know what kink is. I'm like, come on. Don't. Don't. People like to be so passive about their sexual life, and I hate it so much. And judgmental. Yes. Judgmental. Very judgmental. We talk about that all the time. You know, people always have things to say, you know, because we eat a little butt here and there. But, I mean. That is the, that's textbook. That is literally textbook. Right. So what type of things do you perform on your submissives? Um, well, I'm a disciplinarian, so I would normally teach the manner. One of the most important thing when you serve a dominatrix is manner. Okay. Step one, you read my website, follow my protocol, approach me respectfully, use grammar, use punctuation. <laughs> Okay, do not text me. Hi, Mrs. Rory. No punctuation. That gets on my nerves. No periods, no commas, no nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Just nothing. a run on thin. <laughs> or say, hey, hi, hi with like five eyes. Oh, you see. Like, no, no, do not. Clearly state your name. Mm-hmm. Hello, good morning. How are you, mistress? My name is blah, blah, blah. Here's my scenario, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, finish your sentence with have a good day, something like that. Old fashioned. But, you know, it's. It's nice for me to hear that. It tells me you are a person just because you're kinky, and we all are. Right. It doesn't mean we have to be disrespectful. Right, that exactly. Is the wrong thing to do. I think people have that misconstrued, but mm-hmm. definitely so, correcting yeah. it. If the person is a douchebag in the beginning, I punish them really bad. If I even get to see them. <laughs> of the five people who apply, I turn probably three away because of these issues. You'll be surprised to find how many people don't understand the respect. Right. And that's both ways. But I will believe you would have to have some sense of discernment in this industry because if you're turning three people away a day, you have to be able to read who they are before you even speak to them, correct? That's very importantly, which is why digital communication is the most vital thing. It's your very first impression right. introduced to me as on the street, you come to me and say, hello, hi, what's up? It, I'm like, wait, hi, how about introduce yourself first? Right. So if I do get to these people and after the mannerism test is passed, I would ask them, I would have a very clear list of do's and don'ts, limit zones, definitely no, heart limits. And I always state my heart limits very forward, no children, no underage, no blood, none of the reckless stuff. I'm not going to cut your balls off. Forget oh my God. It. Has anybody ever asked you to do that? Has. <gasps> or like kick them in like the privates or something? I don't like kicking it. Okay. It's therapeutic. It has to hurt. Do you kick it with those heels? Um, I did it the other day. Do you step on people with your heels? Look at her heels. If somebody kicked them in the balls with them heels, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, not only kick, I jump on them. Um, I mean, I just, I'm not willing to bust the ball. Yeah. Right. There are times where people leave and I go, Okay, that thing's sideways. <laughs> <laughs> so if they ask you to bust their balls, what is your response? Bust, bust? I'd be like, like, bust and how? Like, bust it? Right. Like, because like, I wouldn't even know what they <laughs> Like, what's coming out? After, um, that's scary. I know. Uh, what if they die? Like, isn't <laughs> okay, it like a no ball, but no, like, no serious ball busting. No, like, bust the ball. But there is a category called, uh, category of called um, cock and ball torture. Okay, that's just, some people like their cocks and balls and tortured. Really? Spanked, whipped, twisted. Wow. Balls. Oh my God. Now, if you're with somebody, how do you know if they are a person who likes to get that stuff done? You if don't. they don't voice it? You don't. You don't because men especially are very shy about this stuff they feel like they can't trust you to confide in you right the, the minute they said you can't take it back so it's it's sort of like a risky situation with which is why they go to professionals we practice with a lot of um caution um discipline and okay principles. interesting you also have have the knowledge in medical like a basic now not medical knowledge you have to know um you have to have a first aid kit. You have to know the limit. You have to say no. It's very important to say no. Right. No, I'm not willing to do that. Not for any amount of money. That's stupid. Right. And that's a hard thing for young doms, like a younger generation dominatrix. Wow. 
So now I'm currently seeing someone, and I think that he may be a dominatrix or a dominant, I should say. A sir? Yeah. Because uh, he... He's very controlling in the bedroom, if I might add. He's, you know, and I feel like I have to submit to him and what he's telling me to do. But he likes me to be rough with his genitals, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, does that hurt? And he's like, no, it doesn't hurt. But he was like, I don't want you to find that this is weird, but it actually really turns me on that he's he's rough like that. So I don't know. What kind of advice would you give me? How should um, I handle him? I would say, how long do you want to play the guessing game? Mm. Or is that something you don't think he is going to come to term and you're just going to keep going until you lead him into a clearer direction? I think that he would do it if I, if I say, let's jump forward. You can always put on something and take a lead, and then he says, wait, 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 it's too much, too much. <laughs> Which he probably will say. Okay. And then you say, oh, I didn't know, because I just assumed. Right. That you were into that. That you're into it, because this is how I like it. Right. You have to put yourself first in your sex life to know you're satisfied. Right. And either the, if your satisfaction doesn't really collude with the other person, there's a problem. But you, if you can negotiate a mutual zone, then you're good. Okay. Now, have you ever been a submissive before? I have. How do you like that? Um, which is why I'm a dom now. <laughs> I, when I was introduced to it, this was 10 some years ago, um, I was introduced as a sub and I experienced the other side of the road. And I'm throughout years, I, I think it's natural for women to go more dominant as you get older, okay. for men to go submissive as they grow older. Either it has something to do with hormones because you know your testosterone level right. you know, decreases and ours like going our testosterone is going up because our estrogen is going down. Right. right. And also, we're jaded with all the bullshit. You know. <laughs> Living as female, you do daily, you meet a lot of um, BS. Yes, yeah, definitely. That's right. So, I don't know. Me personally, I feel like I would be great as a dominant. I would. Do you submit more, Brittany? Or. I do. I like being a submissive, but I will be a good dom like dominatrix. Is so, what does submissive look like in the bedroom with you? Like handcuffs, you know, somebody folding you up. Not really folding. like folding you up, but they got they, they <laughs> holding your legs down and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like really got you tied down. I haven't been tied down to the bed or at mm -hmm. all. Like I would love to do that, though. So. I don't know because I would be scared because. The person I'm dealing with now likes to have anal, and I don't want okay. it to just be shoved in there. I feel like I have to ease it in. So, being tied down to the bed, I would love communicate what though. Okay. Yeah, you do have to. Listen, I don't mind being tied down, but I can be like, listen, do not touch, do not touch it back there. <laughs> But I would think <laughs> mood is all, yes, mood is very important. Definitely, mood is very important. Mm -hmm. What's the mood? What's the mood like for you? I don't know, light some candles, you know, play, play a little music or something maybe. Have Not a glass of wine or something. Yeah, cool like, just real chill vibe. But I do like, I would like to like tie somebody down and like just take full control. It hasn't happened yet, yeah. but I would love to do that. I would. As long as you have a safe word, you know your safe zone, you, you know yeah. if the person figured out is fine. With a stranger, it's hard. So right. if I come across a client who I've never met before and he screamed, she, he is here, and first thing I do is pat them. So I have like a baseline, all right? This person's not, not armed with anything, okay? Right. So I gag them, tie them up. Based on the scenario, I may just take them, you know, yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning, full peg. Wow. That's what they want. Right? So there's no mood. I mean, I love to have wine mm -hmm. or something, but that's what they're going for. So right. it's not a surprise to me that all of us sometimes just want to go right into it. Definitely. Because that's like, that's the game. That's what it is. That's you can see mood. in somebody's eyes how they feel. You look at somebody yeah. instantly, you like, okay, that's the yep. mood. Yep. And that's yep. it. You know what I mean? And there are yeah. a couple of magic words where I always say, I would say, you know, you don't have to shout at people. You don't be like, get on your knees. 
Uh, it doesn't always work. Right. It's like, get on your knees, go over here, snuck my toes, good job. You know. I love oh that. Oh my god! <laughs> I like that. Like you, you made me like you gave me chills a little bit. I know. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 yes, that's what I'm doing. She was about to come crawl and get on your knees. You want to do what? <laughs> yeah, it's a process of encouragement. Definitely. And what is their response when you do that? They normally do that. They don't. I whip them. Oh, I know that's it's right. Like, they really don't have. A, you don't have a choice. You, you do not have a choice. Mm -hmm. Okay, you get into my domain. You pay me this amount of money, I'm gonna give you my best. Right? Yep. That's a respect to you. Right. Respect to myself. Wow. I like now, that. I love that. Well, we can go. We can go to Lady Rue. She's gonna teach us. Only come to my place for an episode as well. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. It literally has a sofa just like this. Stop. I was say. Yes. No, we gonna come. Next, next, next episode. <laughs> I'm done. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay. So now, as far as relationship goes, how do you handle your relationship and being a dominatrix? Oh, I know my boyfriend's listening to this. <laughs> the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Very serious boyfriend, partner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's aware, but he doesn't participate. Okay. He's encouraging in me exploring my personal fantasy as long as I'm cautious and I take the, you know, the steps. Right. Screening's important, which is why I always tell people, don't get offended when I ask you to give me references of the person you session with before. Right. It's important for me to know you are safe. If, look, if I'm doing something to you and I want to come to your house, where I just like, hey, let me come in. Right. Be like, I don't know you. Exactly. Show me who you are. Exactly. So don't take, don't, don't get an offense. If I ask you, it's because I want to engage with you, and I truly want to have you in my place. So, yeah, it's um, it's smart. It's important. You know, a lot of times you hear these crazy stories of like sex workers being abused, even worse, murdered. Oh wow. And that is number one concern of the industry is you don't know who you let in the door. Exactly. Right. If you have a store, say you have an adult store, you have these kinksters, but the chances of you being, you know, murdered is much far less. Than a sex worker right. with limited resource on vetting, especially. Um, a lot of people were asking for IDs these days, which is okay. a big jump. So, my partner, um, we had a very serious conversation. Okay. This is something you have to talk about. Definitely. You cannot, you really can't. I can that person is going to say, no, I can't do this, which I don't expect a lot of uh, partners, female or male. Be able to say, okay, I can't, I can't stomach this. I can't imagine this is what you do. Right. And he said, I love you. I want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. I know you're not reckless. So we're going to do this. I love yeah, that. He so he's is. supportive of what you do. He's very supportive. He is supportive, provided I'm cautious. Yes. And I don't, I don't obviously want to endanger anyone. Definitely not. Um, I don't want to endanger myself, so I have very high standard for my clients. So how do you protect yourself in that way? Because I've never even thought about that. You have strangers come into your studio. By the time they come in, they're not strangers anymore. I would have screened them with okay. either references or a video conference. Okay. And I have clients from, you can't imagine. Wow. All kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of race, all, okay. all histories, anything. They come to me because they can't get their kinks out. It's frustrating. So how can you help them get their kinks out with their significant other? I don't. <laughs> oh my God. I would say, I'm very, look, I have a personal sub. Um, he's my sissy. Back it's her. I always say, hey, how are you doing with a lady friend? any lady friend, and we talk about his relationship, and I would say, if you want to go on and have a relationship, you know, I don't want to participate in that part. You don't have to worry about me. Right. I want you to be happy. And she would say, oh yeah, we'll talk about the relationship. And when, you know, she has a breakup, she would say, I'm really happy serving you. And if the woman comes across my life, and that's the one, I would know. Right. But this is not the one, and I'm just going to continue to search, but I'm not going to give up. 
it's hard to have a kinky partner or partner who understands your kink. Yeah. But that's my thing. I feel like if you're a kinky person, you have to have a kinky partner or you're going to, you know, you are going to see things outside. Do you recommend if people are kinky to still seek outside of their relationship? If your kink is something that can live with your lifestyle. Okay. okay. If you can have an honest relationship except the kink part, that you're not sure you're going to take some time. Right. Before you, you know, take the plug that's like coming out, right? If right. you're not going back to it. Right. Um, before this becomes her or his business. So to me, kink is very personal. I feel like it's part of me that right. I'm not obligated to discuss or solve with anybody else. Unless it's be it has become our problem. Right. Then that, there needs to be a solution. I would encourage everyone to come out. Don't get me wrong. Right. If you have supportive partner, family members, come out. But I'm just not sure about their reaction. Okay. As of now, in this society, it's so misunderstood. And people simply call you a pervert. And that's never going to get you released from the history of your legacy. That's terrible. It's terrible. It is. It's terrible. Why are you calling people perverts? <laughs> Because they like eat butts. I mean, that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, say what you want about me, but uh, it feels good. It's exactly, it feels great. I heard. So, have you done like couples? Like, I'm about to do a couple next week. Wow, is this your first couple? I don't get a lot of couples. No, um, I don't get a lot of couples. Most couples come to me. They want to have a dynamic change, like. Okay. The male partner wants, wants to watch the female partner being dumbed or vice versa. Okay. And I either participate or I instruct. Okay. So some people like to be watched. They're exhibitionists. Some people like to watch. They're voyeurs. Mm. So okay. this couple, however, they are um, willing to both be submissive, which is actually the first time. Wow. I'm excited. That's why I'm excited. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, that should be fun. Yeah, they right. should. We're gonna have a glass of wine, chill out, talk a little bit, and get in. So we're gonna slide right into it. Okay. So, walk me through. Like, if me and Brittany came, what would you say to us? First, we want to have a consultation. What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. Do some don'ts. Mm -hmm. um, your limitation, heart limits, safe word. Okay. We talked about safe words on the we show did. a few weeks ago. What was our? What was your safe word? I don't think I thought about one. I think mine was just help. Is it guacamole? Yeah, y'all did say like help. Not I think guacamole. it would be like banana no, or something. No, it wasn't guacamole. Banana. banana. You want to say something very quick like red or stop. Okay. Because you, sometimes you probably don't have the breath to say banana by the time you get to the na. If I don't <laughs> have breath to say banana, oh my God. I already said. You said stop. <laughs> <laughs> you said keep going. Okay. You said nana? What is nana? You want to have something very, very simple that you feel like a one teeny breath, you need to say it, you need to say it. Okay. So if you both come in and we decide that you both want to be submissive, then I will then introduce you to my tools and then we're going to start from one. Sort of like, we're going so to have a So we get to pick our tools. I was yeah. just about to say that. Okay. I like that. Like yeah. you get to pick which ones you want to be, you want to be used on you. That's Exactly. Mm -hmm. I need to know your pain threshold, your sensation threshold, so I don't do something that's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Because it, right. it can break the mood. Okay. But if you ease into it, it's like you go into the zone. You just lose yourself with the music, with the light, with intimacy. Mm -hmm. I'm all about atmosphere. <laughs> so I want candles, <laughs> light. <laughs> atmosphere is very important. It's so important to me. And then normally like to go slow and fast, slow and fast. So you have the variable in speed. Okay. And then when we, before we finish, I normally slow down because I would um, sort of like get let things cool. It's like doing a soul, uh, soul cycle, right? Okay, yes. Yeah. You cool down. Right. And then at the end, you have a glass of wine. You talk. It's just really nice, like a healing process. So how do you keep time when you're in there? So that's a tricky thing. I'm still looking for the perfect solution. Okay. My perfect solution is some kind of a glowing clock. Okay. Like it goes from orange 
and as it goes closer to the end, it's like glow, but it's silent. Only I can see. Okay. I don't want any woo woo. I don't right, want any. Right, because that that's going to disrupt. Mm -hmm. I've been told to get hourglass, but then some hourglasses are not actually hours. Oh, are they under an hour or over? Well, for an hour, you, if you have a two hour glass, how do you like do hour? Right. So you need to have a two. It's too much. Yeah, yeah it's like it's some hours to come up with. I a think line. your time is up exactly. now. now. It, it is hard because you don't want to keep checking your phone. It, is, right. it adds to anxiety level. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, especially if you go to massages and then you're like, all right, here's the. You know how they go on like twice. Right. And then you're just like. Um, then it's easy. I don't take. I don't do any earrings. I don't do any rings. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hurt people. I don't use any perfume. Okay. Or the discretion is just you have to be very private. Um, so yeah, I still I I'm, I do not have a perfect solution for it. So why don't you use perfume? That's interesting. Some clients don't want to go home with a particular scent. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. got yeah, it. They want to separate themselves. Mm -hmm. from oh they, yeah, I have oh, clients yeah. with their own soap. What? Own soap. Their own soap. Yep. Listen, to each his own. Right. <laughs> Whatever works. So. Does your family know about your lifestyle? They don't as of now, and I feel like, again, it's a personal thing. I don't mm -hmm. feel like discussing with them. I'm right. fully independent. I don't rely on anything from them. So I don't think they – I do not think they're going to understand. No. They're, go, they're going to call me a perv. Yeah. yeah, and they don't really need to know anyway. So like. most, most people are because, like we say, sex is looked at as, mm -hmm. you know, something that's bad, you know. Being kinky, anything. Nobody wants to talk about it, so no I can one. understand it. And it's funny because it's you know kinky sex has has existed for how long? As long as human forever, history, right? Forever. So um, you know, here I want to correct something. I have male clients who says, "Okay, I like something in my ass, but I don't want to be called gay." And I go, "Nobody's calling you gay. This is." Something in your ass, like pussy play, ass play, or right. face play, it's considered sensation play. Mm -hmm. It's part of impact play, okay? It's like, I like to have something in my pussy because it feels good. Right. Does it make me something over something else? No. Something in your ass that feels good. Don't think too much about the labels. Just exactly. think it feels good. Yeah. And I think that's where people get lost yeah. because men don't actually know it does feel good to have something penetrated in your ass for them. All the nerves. Yeah. And Ask your girl to penetrate it a little bit. It really, it really it's, it's magical. To some people, they can't do it. They can't even jerk off without it. Wow. Without something in there stimulating. And right. it's just so much. If you haven't tried with something in your ass right now, and jerk off. I'm telling you. I say that to my, my, my partner all the time. I'm saying when, you know, we're having anal sex, I'm like, I wish there was something, like, in my vagina as well because I feel like it would make Yes, you can. I you can. Get a double-sided dodo. Okay. Put one side in yourself. Uh, okay. The other <laughs> and just, just, just shovel it. Just, but I would say um, you want to warm up with your hand, right? So you do some... You okay there? He's <laughs> cranking up. <laughs> put some lube on your hand, okay? You're going to approach the rectum area. You're going to rim it with your finger first. Do it very slightly. And then you... Okay, I'm going to just... Here. This is for you. Okay. okay. You want to grab his cock. Okay. Right. I'm so grabbing slowly, it. Slowly, and the, this finger has a loop on it, on his, right at his asshole. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, right on a little asshole. bit and just do this. You could do this. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to use the palm of your hand okay. to go in right between this taint area and the uh -huh. palm. Okay. That's exactly what you're talking really about. Good. Yeah. That feels mm -hmm. really good. And then when he, it's all about relaxing. You can't relax your ass, Ooh. you're not going to enjoy it. Get them relaxed slowly. Now, for men who have never done that before, how will you relax his ass? <laughs> how will you get him into it? Get him drunk. He's like, why you can't relax his ass? You have to get, all right, if this person has never done it, right. does he want to do it? Definitely. Okay, so you get him relaxed, right? Mm -hmm. Grab his cock so you get distracted. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then just be ever so slow. Don't, don't, people make the mistake of jamming things in. Like, mm. you know, that's Woo. not, 
No. Never jam no, anything in my ass. It's over. Don't jam it in unless, unless that's what you want. You want to really ease into it. So this finger is there to serve this pleasure. Right. Instead of making you feel uncomfortable, like, oh, it should it should just go ever, mm -hmm. and then you go in a little bit more, mm -hmm. and then you go in and out. Okay. Well, all the time, don't forget the cock, the right? The cock, exactly. Same as eating a pussy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes forget. guys will be doing this thing. You're like, what Stop. are you doing? Come on. <laughs> don't. And then some guys got to be like, Rubbing really hard, don't rub hard. And they, I feel don't like people overthink hard. it. They overthink. They think, vagina. Well, I'm not doing. <laughs> yeah. No. It's no. very, all you gotta do, right there, in that one spot. It's just nice. Yeah. Find your girl's spot, talk mm -hmm. to her. Talk to her, thank feel, you. Like, let the girl talk. Just, don't just wait. Sometimes I wanna rub off myself, right? Right. And then guys would be like, oh, let me help you. I'm like, no. Let me do it. I don't need you to help me. Right. In fact, you're in my way. <laughs> You're in my way. <laughs> <laughs> we don't always have to come, trust me. Women don't always have to come. Sometimes guys think too much. Oh, I'm going to make you come first. And it's like, sometimes it takes me a little longer to come. Yeah. It's definitely it, going to take me longer. If I sense that you have a timer in your mind, exactly. right, 10 minutes, you're it. Then it's, it's going to rush me. Mm -hmm. Talk, communication. Actually, listen to your girl. Don't let your ego speak. Right. And it's hard. Some deep, men don't understand. Thought, somebody said, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh, my God. I, um. Oh, look at you. So, when you have your submissive and they ask to be penetrated, what are you penetrating them with? Um, a dodo. Okay. Or a vibrator or, like, a tool like a finger tool. Okay. You just do the penetration with non-invasive. Usually, you know, if it's non-invasive, the person would just, um, you know, do a thorough cleanup. But if it's invasive ass play, that's okay. what they want. They have to do an enema. Okay. Just talk about mood, right? Oh, my God. Now, I've never done enemas before anal. Is that something that everybody does? I mean, if I mean, it's always clean, though. Like, you know, that, when we was talking about last week, <laughs> do we suck dick after we get anal? I feel like that's why I don't, because I don't do that before. I mean, but I feel like it's nothing. I don't know. I don't know. I just. So have you're going you... to suck a dick, make sure it's on condom first when it goes anal. And okay. then you can take it off and suck it. Well, that, that'll keep it. That'll yeah. keep it. Because you you wear a condom all the time. I do. Not with anal, though. I don't, not with anal. Yeah, not with anal. I hmm. feel like that would probably hurt a little more, too. Yeah. It could. Yeah. It could. Because I don't like that. Oh, it hurt I don't already, even want to think so about it. I actually enjoy anal. Like. I like anal. I enjoy right. it. As long as you clean through. I mean, look. It's your own thing, right? Yeah. yeah. As long as you clean through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's clean, it'll be like. <laughs> the the douche ain't that what they call it douching i don't do that I, i've never done that no i don't clean it i don't i don't what even if you do clean it thoroughly even if i have clients who've done enema and they still end up having you know make a little mess but all my tools are always protected with condom Okay. Always, because they're most either used repetitively. You right. cannot afford to not clean it. So really? they 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 protect the condoms, and then I wash them with the uh, antifungal stuff. Okay. Just to just to be safe. Because I would say a dungeon is the most clean place you can be at. Most really. Clean. Anally clean. No pun intended. That that <laughs> has to be important. But yeah, ano is good. Um, Men love to be penetrated. I hate to say this, but it's true. And there's nothing wrong it. with it. I wish more men would enjoy it because yeah. I feel like sex would be to that next level. Is it about ego, though? If I have a, you know, a dick that's my hanging off and I'm right. walking over to you, does, does something flash behind his head and he's thinking his life? Sometimes I get that feeling that they don't want to see a woman with a big cock. And I go, well, you know. Close your eyes, <laughs> enjoy Don't it, look. pull your ego aside, yeah. try to enjoy the sensation. Right. If you don't like it, don't like it. 
That's the thing. Nobody's going to force you. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, do people tell you that they want that done before they come, or is that something that you just bring out to them? Some people would just ejaculate on their own. There's nothing I could do. Okay. There's uh, very little control of, um, you know, in-process ejaculation, but if the person tells me, can I rub off, I would normally say no. No. Right. What do you think this is? (laughs) (laughs) So, then, do you help them ejaculate, or...? I would have a small part. Sometimes I instruct and I watch. I either ejaculate on my floor or they eat it. What? So they eat it, you ejaculate. <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> hey, you make a mess on my floor, you eat it. Okay, off the floor. Like, you got to lick it up off the you, floor. You check it anywhere, you eat it. I know that's right. Eat it, I like bitch. That. I like that. Before they get there or after? I can just imagine somebody on their knees and your heel on their neck, eat. Eat the ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> People always also Eat try uh, ejaculating to their own mouth, which, you, you know, right? How? Okay, so you have, in order to do that, you have to bend backwards your dick towards your mouth, mm-hmm. and somehow you have to get to the point you come, and then you eat your own cup. Oh my God. I love to see that. I think I some more men should try to do that because they need, their own nuts. They need to taste how it tastes when they expect us to yeah, swallow. swallow. <laughs> you need to drink some more water, my friend. Okay? Drink a little bit more water, a little bit more cucumber. On a side note, calm, healthy dose of calm is very good for you. Okay. It has zinc, copper, vitamin D, vitamin C, and okay, probably vitamin E. Yes. So, you know, if your partner isn't swallowing, you should probably try to swallow your own. Watch out of come every day. <laughs> I have a thing. This is why I have the swallow shirt, y'all. It's not just because it's swallowing. It's, it's healthy. It's healthy. It is healthy. It's healthy to swallow. So Get a shirt. You the guys that ask them, like, they, like, you can pee on them and stuff like that. So I have. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a great thing. Is that hard to do, like, to just pee on them if you don't have to pee? Yeah, if you don't have to pee, then it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh. um, For these type of sessions, I normally really prepare myself. Okay. Drink a lot of water. The only thing I can do is, you know, I have guys genuinely saying, do you do foot toilet training? I don't do foot toilet training. Okay, I cannot poop on you. Oh, oh, I was about to say, what is that? Oh, oh my God. What is foot toilet training? But I, we talked about that. People do ask for that. And there are people who will do it, and they make they make a career out of pooping on people. Oh my really? god! It takes a lot of courage. It you does. Eat bread, That's like a different level. It's a yeah. I'm I, not there yet. Yeah, I know. I couldn't do that. I can't. I would be just like you. Poop. I bow to the mistresses <laughs> who can freely poop on people. We're not, but have the mentality so, and have a reputation for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, peeing on people is actually really um, it's validating. Really. I would say everybody should try it. I've asked somebody to pee in my mouth before, but he couldn't. Nerve I don't know stroke. why. Huh? Nerve stroke? I, don't, I think so, because at that moment, because, you know, you're in the heat of the moment, you know, you're like, yeah, you can pee on me, and I'm like, just pee in my mouth, because, you know, I'm already fucking his dick. So, he just couldn't do it. And he was like, I don't know why I can't do it. He wanted to, but he just couldn't. Because we're conformed. Okay. To how we're brought up, right? Pee right. in toilet. We're exactly. trained to do that. We're not so. trained to pee in somebody's mouth. It is not, it oh, is not easy. You have to let go. You have to relax, but you have to engage. Imagine that. It's like squirting, right? Uh-huh. Squirting is when you relax, but you got to engage and write that stream. Yeah. I would. I think I was nervous, too. Like, I was saying it, but then when I was out of that person, because, mm-hmm. you know, you are a person in that moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm kind of glad he didn't. <laughs> so, how would you, because have you ever had someone pee in your mouth before? Yeah. Would you? Your significant other. Your significant other, not your I, submissive. Oh, uh, so, practically speaking, I don't think he's ever going to pee in my mouth. That's not our dynamic. Okay. Um, if he pees in my mouth, I'm going to be like... <laughs> Gross. I have a question for you, Lex. I'm done. (laughs) If he would have proceeded to pee in your mouth, you would have drunk it like juice. Yeah. (laughs) Like a cool drink of water. More more like a lemon squeeze shot. Are you talking about the taste? 
Or the red. <laughs> just, to, just to, yeah, how, what would Listen, happen? Listen, I can like, imagine that pee doesn't taste as bad as some cum that I have tasted. Mm. Let's be real, because mm. I've tasted some clean cum and I've tasted some toxic cum. You, you know what I mean? Yep. So I think. Yep. Really? It's kind of the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like, okay. Okay, maybe. Seriously, I mean, have you, have you had does, different cum? Yeah, I have. I, I definitely have. Has it tastes differently? Yes. Some real nasty acidic cum, and then there's yes, like yes. this person who eats healthy. And you're you know, disappointed you can tell. that you even put it in your mouth. Right. No, inst- no, not instantly, but as soon as you you taste it on your tongue, you're like, this is a bad, this is a bad nut. <laughs> this is a bad one. Now, Don't, do you think they have vitamin D and E in theirs? They have to have the basic mineral, but I okay. think the dietary um, habit probably changes the taste vastly. Definitely. Yeah. It definitely does. I've Especially heard the- eat pineapple to change the yeah. taste or something. Okay. Is that I real? Imagine. Is this verified? I think that is true. I hear that for a lot. Even yeah. women. Uh, yeah. that before, so okay. Like, so... Like, like Okay, yeah. pineapple. Most women will tell you, so it's like you decide to come that you eat. Pineapple flavor, calm. I pineapple. Listen, I think any fruit, honestly, yeah. like cranberry. Yeah, cranberry like, mangoes are nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. drink a lot of beer, and you can't smoke a lot. Okay, smoke. Smoking was definitely well, like He's about cigarettes and black and miles and for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What? They make me great. <laughs> come taste like acid. I know. Come does taste like acid, but I don't think. No, I really don't think. Yeah, I never. I never had acid, but I don't think come tastes like acid. Like it, it can be nasty sometimes, but I don't think it tastes like acid. <laughs> I think you yeah, love, it is. It is. If you love the person, you have a feeling for the person, then you can stomach it. But if you hate, it's, you know. It's yeah, you not because you have. That's why I say you have to have a spiritual connection with somebody. Yeah. The P thing, too. It's yeah, all about attraction. Yeah, you have to be connected. Exactly. Because I can't just let anybody think, oh, God, no. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> I have Was to love you. Like, yeah, I'd be like, what? <laughs> now, you said mm-hmm. previously that you'll tell them to get on your their knees and suck your toes. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do that in your own relationship? Do you dominate? I do, but he's a bad dog. Oh. And he, he's happy. He was like, he tried to be a bad dog because he knows I'm a mistress. Right. It's, it's almost a funny dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. He's a naughty one, so I get a chance to punish him. Dang. It, it, but I do have to say to have that sort of dynamic in your relationship is important because you can never run out of material. Right. You can switch. You don't have to switch. You can go outside, be naughty. You can go take a trip, and you both are like, Ooh, try to get it on where one is dominant one is submissive or you can switch right. it's always that the thing the thing that goes on that okay. you're looking forward to right right not just the vanilla stuff you can go vanilla i mean we do vanilla stuff right but when you have that mistress good boy thing or mm-hmm. bad dog thing it's just playful hmm. but my relationship and anyone's relationship should be is you should always have a balance. You should never go one-sided, right? So it's a Definitely. relationship, so you're equal. Right. But you allow each other to take certain roles in the intimacy. But at the end of the day, decision-making is an equal thing. You don't just go, okay, I'm the dominant one. I don't listen to him. That, that's not going to work. Yeah, no. That's not sustainable. I think it does definitely have to go both ways. Yep. You have to it's allow fun. Each it's fun that It's way. fun to establish that trust, to, to do the crazy stuff. I mean... I love to go outside and be kinky and, you know, do things that people will frown upon. Now, so, when you say kinky outside, what does that look like? You know, imagine the type of kinks you could do. Right. You go to a public area, you can, you know, um, when you're eating, you put your foot on the table oh, and yeah. kick them a little bit. <laughs> I like that. I do like that. I do. I've never put that. my foot on the table when we're eating. You're doing like those <laughs> Are you rimming? I could imagine. <laughs> Early, he was like, you know, I just imagine taking you out one night, and then we're like walking up a dark street, and then I take you in the alleyway mm. and freak you down, and then we. That's nice. I was okay. like, nice. that nice. sounds yes. real good. <laughs> I was like, oh, the okay. alleyway, Ari Lennox type of yeah. vibe. Yeah. Do you know like, him well? Huh? You know him well, then. Yes, definitely. 
definitely. I couldn't. I don't think I could ever do that with somebody I didn't know. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't be comfortable. You yep. know what I mean? And now you're talking about role play, right? Yeah. Role play. We all have certain roles. I love the lawyer, doctor, nurses, teacher. Mm. Uh, mommy play. I think I would love mommy play. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> the sassy, the sassy uh, secretary play. Blackmail scenario. It's also another thing. Mm. People love the idea of being blackmailed, but not really being blackmailed. Oh okay. wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So, what's your favorite role? Probably like a disciplinarian, some kind of punisher. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to pick out faults, you know. Some people right. are like, "You're so good." I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> Punctual. You're being respectful. You pay on time. <sighs> you can't be mean to them. I don't try. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you paid that invoice, so I'm going to give you the best of me. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Um, the most challenging role play I've done, my goodness, um, it's probably when people write me a long script. Okay. And then I have to study it. I have to, like, highlight out the parts, the verbs, so that I know what exists? I'm doing. Because you don't want to go into a session, you're in the role. That means you have four walls. Right? You don't want to get out of the four wall. Right. You don't want that to collapse. That'll expose your vulnerability and your client. You fail with your client. You fail right. yourself. So I have to study that, making sure that I know what I'm doing. You also don't want to stutter because you're nervous. Right. Those are the challenging ones. They have high ex- expectation. Wow. Yeah. I could imagine getting the list and looking at it and being like, what? Yep. <laughs> I would be like, yep. good lord. Now, do you, can you charge those people more for that? If it's too complicated, look, I'll charge more if I'm asked to go into full body latex. Because that takes an hour to squeeze into those things. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look, to go into latex, you got to wash yourself, first of all. And then you got to slather yourself with the latex um, lubricant inside. And then you can't eat a lot of food because it's going to not look imagine, good. I can imagine, right. You squeeze into and you have to layer them. You can't put the girder on before the pants, this and that. And then when you go to the bathroom, it's a problem because you're like, oh, my God, it's a nightmare. So I usually ask for more. And it takes me an hour to get ready on a regular basis. Latex would take me even longer. Makeup takes an wow. hour. Extra dress up takes mm-hmm. even longer. Right. So people think that you're here for an hour or 30 minutes or 45 minutes. But right. I've ar- already put in an hour into it to look good for the presentation. Because mm-hmm. I wow. don't want to come out looking sloppy and you go, what am I paying for? I, I want this visual, I want this mood, I want this scenario, and I want somebody to leak me. So that's yeah. Dope. That's so. <laughs> There's a lot of work in, you know, in, in this industry that people don't talk about, we can't see. Right. So they go, are you available now? I'm like, no, I just got out of bed. I just wrote, are you talking about? Are you available to come right now? It's 7 a.m. Exactly. And I have clients who say, I don't care if you... I, I would go to sessions if I know the client who don't care about the makeup. Right. just do a regular session because it's me who counts. But okay. on the normal basis, I like to look good for myself as well. Now, do people have emergency sessions that you go to? That you have you to? mean alcohols? Mm-hmm. I don't normally do alcohols. Okay. Um, I would with people I know. Okay. I certainly am not going to a stranger's resident or... I don't know that that would just not be good okay and nine percent is not a problem but I can't afford that one percent okay wow it takes it takes yeah some strategic planning I um I wonder if that's something I could do do you think you could do that Brittany be a dominatrix yes yes I do I think I will really enjoy it Exactly. Being a dominatrix is enjoy yourself, be confident, learn how to handle yourself, assess the situation, and take care of it. Mm-hmm. And be professional. So you have a beginning plan, middle plan, and ending plan. Right. And when you're done, you're not done. You're constantly advertising. You're constantly promoting yourself. You're constantly networking. You're constantly reaching out. You're constantly supporting each other. So it's like a, it's a full-time thing. So is this how you make your money? It is not. If I if I was gonna delve like full time into it, I would be like probably in LA by now. Wow. Networking right. with it. Don't get me wrong. I still I'm going to LA. Right. Uh, mistress friends. There is a large community of Asian mistress I like to I like to get in touch with. New York is a big scene. Philadelphia is not much of a scene when it comes to the global scale. So I'm trying to change that. 
Okay. I'm trying like to educate, it. bring mm -hmm. people together, and see potentials and nourish these people, and sort of create that elite scene. Like people can build up this nice right. reputation when people talk about Kings BDSM. You know, and stuff. They talk, oh, Philly, that's a scene. Mm -hmm. Right. That'd be awesome, though. Yeah. Like, yeah and we have really a lot like of great mistresses here. Um, some have practiced way longer. Some is just getting into it. But I think with you know, a little working in there, we can sort of come together and our differences, but also be a network. That's right. important. You, if you can't have a network, you won't have a scene. That's awesome. I would love to be a part of the network, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, anyway. You guys, you never wanna <laughs> number right. one, you should come to the studio for an episode. Number two, you should okay. try some of the stuff. We can actually have a hands-on practice. <laughs> I'm I so excited. Look, everybody's excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hands on, like. Um. Teach you some tools. What's for, what's what, what's for what. Okay. That's going to be dope. Try yes, that is going to be dope. It yes. We should do a live there, too. Because I've, I've yet to introduce my place formally because I'm not advertising it. Right. You know, I want it to be low-key. Right. But I do want it to serve as, like, a, 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 a venue for the kings. Definitely. Ooh. I like it. I'm excited, yes. Lady Rouge. All right, so we're going to set a date. Definitely. All right, like, <laughs> I want to go tomorrow. She's talking about I want to go tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I'm excited, I'm excited. Okay, so let's wrap it up. I just want to thank you. Thank you so much thank for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. I knew we, we were going to have fun. Yeah. Yes. Did I say that? And if you guys do not tune into our live, you can watch us at 9 p.m. on Sexualities. Um, I am Alexis, and I'm Brittany. And what's your Instagram? underscore underscore B dot Mac, and you can also follow me at B Cosmetics. Thank you. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Okay. Bye bye.